0: And Welcome to the London Business Coaching Podcast, the home of short, actionable guides that help you and your business to grow. In episode number seven, we talked to James Nevin, managing partner at Blue Engineering, about his experiences recruiting and training apprentices. Uh, we had 180 applications for the job, wow. um, of which we originally only looking for three people, but because they were so good, We hired five people. Four of those five people turned down a university course to join us from Russell Group Universities. They are all AAB, ABB, AAA, A-level students. The Mm. intention is is to drive these people up through the whole hierarchy of blue so that one day they'll be running their own teams. Jack, our first uh, apprentice, now runs a team at the office. He's one of the five teams. His margarita, Speaking to James Nevin.
1: Welcome James. Uh, What is the apprenticeship scheme?
0: I would say about 20 years ago, um, the government was putting a lot of emphasis onto university, uh, people going to university courses. But in more recent years, the government's realised that actually there's this whole Band of uh, education style and type that's missing um, because not everyone's suited to university. Some people learn in a much more hands-on way, mm-hmm. and so an apprenticeship is working in a in their job for four days a week, uh, and then the fifth day they go off to university or to college to study. Okay. Um, so there's always an employer, there's always a, a learning provider, and then there's the person, the employee mm-hmm. as well.
1: Okay, and tell us the story of how you got involved with it.
0: So, um, I never expected Blue Engineering to turn into the kind of the size of company we are now. There's about 30 of us. Back about eight years ago, there was two of us, and then we needed uh, help with someone to help our drawing work and to prepare Mm -hmm. the drawings for our design work. Someone mentioned to me about an apprenticeship. We found someone, uh, Jack, he was our first apprentice eight Mm -hmm. years ago. And at the time, it's a bit different now, but at the time you got grant money um, and it was, it was actually, it was profitable to take on an apprentice. Um,
1: by the way, what are the costs? Is it part funded by the government?
0: As an SME, if, for example, a university apprenticeship course costs £6,000 a year, we would pay £600 uh, into that pot and the government pays the rest. Um, and then there's further uh, kind of concessions, if they're 18, you don't have to pay anything at all wow. uh, for their first year and then from then on it will be £600 a year. So so the costs are uh, are very low, uh, it's an excellent return on investment because uh, salaries are, are quite reasonable, so we quite open about it, we pay our apprentices £13,500 a year um, to work for four days, and then they go off to university mm-hmm. for one day a week. Uh, we're currently partnered with University of East London, studying a civil engineering degree apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are getting their tuition free, so they're mm-hmm. saving um, on, on the equivalent of part-time £6,000 a year, mm-hmm. and that's before tax. So, so for them, it's a really good deal, and for us, it's a really good deal. And then the final sweetener on that is that um, employers N.I., you don't have to pay uh, national insurance contributions um, on uh, apprentices. So that's uh, currently, I think it's around 13%.
1: And um, how have you found the apprentices? Can you tell us about one and what kind of responsibilities they took on?
0: Many years ago, we were taking on one apprentice at a time. Um, we We would give them drawing work. We'd partner them with an engineer and they would very much learn by shadowing and following and us correcting their mistakes and, and going through that process over and over again until they became good. This year, we've hired five apprentices in one go, and so it's far more organised. We do formal teaching every week. Um, so responsibilities start at very, very basic level, um, uh, and they uh, the difficulty and the responsibility grows. And with the good, the good apprentices, it can grow really fast. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and, good. Do they need... A different kind of management style to your other employees
0: so for a lot of the apprentices that we have we can't um, you can't just give them work dump it and run mm-hmm. you have to hand it over you have to teach them it does need some form of structure um,
1: supervising them s-
0: supervising them um, you've got to remember that they probably have never had a job before mm-hmm. um, we used to take on 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, and 18-year-olds. We now only take on 18-year-olds. So mm-hmm. if we take on those with A-levels, we find that they're, for, for the kind of technical nature of our work, that they're far more ready to dive into some, some of the more complicated mm-hmm. work. Um, whereas we found with 16-year-olds, they weren't quite ready to, to have that kind of level of concentration.
1: Mm-hmm. But How do you kind of uh, uh, review or supervise and review their work? It's each engineer is responsible for each one of them. Yeah, yeah. so
0: um, in at the moment, in the first year, every apprentice is with one of the teams. There's five teams, there's five apprentices, and they're on three-month rotation. So we rotate them ah. every three months. And so with each team, they'll learn the different specialisms of the teams. Beautiful. So at Blue, each team has a different engineering mm. specialism. Good. Um, which partners with the architects and the types of projects that we work mm-hmm. on. So each team works with a particular type of architect. And, um, and then the apprentices rotate round. So the idea is after a year and a half, they will be very ra- well-rounded and will have uh, the, the, a really broad range of experience.
1: So the length of this apprenticeship is one year and a half?
0: No, so the course that they're on, um, the degree apprenticeship course for civil engineering is six years. They are in this game for six years. And I have pre-agreed with them what their salary will be every year. Okay. It it does rise every year. Wow. Um, And um, because we are more organized this year and and doing the teaching, we expect, though, the people after six years to be on a salary far greater than what their equivalent would have been had they gone straight to uni and then joined a company.
1: Mm -hmm. I, I I can imagine that after six years this person is absolutely ready to, to to stay with you, to join the team, or it's not possible, you need to actually...
0: Um, so it's a common misconception that apprenticeships are temporary. There are companies out there that will employ apprentices, give them some form of training and get them a, a, a certificate in education of some sort, and then they would not employ them to continue. Um, at Blue, that is not the intention. The mm. intention is is to drive these people up through the whole, the whole hierarchy of Blue, so that one day they'll be running their own teams, they'll be running their own projects
1: inside of your own inside business. of
0: our company. So after yeah. six years, they're not leaving us unless there's a particular reason. Um, they're staying with us. Uh, Jack, our first uh, uh, apprentice, now runs a team at the office. He's one of the five teams. Oh wow! Um, and so. Um, Yeah, it's a common misconception that apprentices are are let go at the end of the training period. It's a really poor strategy to hire an apprentice for six or seven months. Um, Their first couple of weeks, months even, it's very difficult for them to be fee earning Mm -hmm. and really contribute to the office. Mm -hmm. So you can't treat them as kind of temporary um, um, workforce. Workforce it really wouldn't work if your company is that simple that needs that then you don't even need the apprenticeship you just Mm -hmm. employ someone at the the lowest wage that said apprenticeship wage can be as low as i think two pounds fifty an hour in some circumstances uh, again i wouldn't advocate that because usually you're getting someone who perhaps isn't in it for the right reasons and Mm -hmm. if you pay a proper salary you'll get far more out of them someone who's more driven
1: Okay. And um, James, what are the advantages of this kind of scheme over traditional recruitment?
0: The advantages of taking on apprentices over um, recruiting those who are already in their career, in the throes of their career, is that you completely get to mould them. They don't have any bad habits. They will take on the way that your company runs Um, and does its work and it it tends to do they tend to do that very efficiently The kind of the flip side to that is that they can sometimes need specific advice on things such as no you can't watch a film whilst working (laughs) and their genuine response is oh but I thought uh, when I revised my A-levels that's what I always used to do and so I thought it was fine and you know that they're not intentionally taking the piss they just thought it was okay. So you have to start them right, you have to be prepared to uh, uh, evolve their viewpoint on how work is. Um, So jumping
1: to the next question. Yeah. Are there any downsides or common mistakes people need to watch out for?
0: Yeah, I think you've just got to remember that they are uh, new, they've never had a job before, probably, and if they have, it's probably just a bit of fluff on their CV. Um, you, can't, you can't dump and run, so you can't dump mm-hmm. a load of work and run away. It doesn't work like that. Um, but once you once you get them up and running, you can give them stuff with set responsibilities and they do it incredibly efficiently. The learning provider, whether that be a college or a university, they, they're quite varied. And so it's important that you choose a learning provider that is able to, to, to run a good course. Um, and that does mean... Uh, the employer going and talking to the learning providers um, and, and and getting a feel for them um, at the beginning before you go and mm-hmm. find your apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, equally, when you find a good university or college, uh, they will find you the apprentice. They they will do um. the initial legwork for you mm-hmm. and check things like eligibility. Are they allowed to work in the UK?
1: These kind they- of admin...
0: Yeah, oh, there's, a, there's a big admin element to it, and they, they, will t- they will check eligibility for the university course, for example, they check mm-hmm. all of that, and then they pre-filter them, so that meant that we didn't have to go through so many applications, which Good. worked really well.
1: Yeah. Uh, what do you recommend people do if they want to get the most out of their apprentices?
0: I recommend uh, treating them the same as any other hire, so recruit really well. Have a proper employment contract, so they know where they stand. You know where you stand. Um, read up on the guidance on the government's apprenticeship pages. I find that actually the government's apprenticeship pages are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the the way that you can go and search for apprenticeships, so a quick Google search will get you very accurate in, in information uh, quickly. And you don't. It's not reams and reams of pages and rules that you need to read. It's just the, the front cover sheet, and then typically. Um, your accountant or the uh, or the learning provider will do the rest of the legwork. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, finally, I mean just to talk about um Blue's experience last year. Mm-hmm. Uh we had 180 applications for uh, the the job. Wow. Um of which we originally only looking for 3 people, but because they were so good, uh we hired 5 people. Uh four of those 5 people turned down a university course to join us from Russell Group Universities, they are all AAB, ABB, AAA, um, A-level students that have come and joined us. And I think that shows that young people entering their careers these days uh, and their parents are far more open to the idea of apprenticeships Mm -hmm. over a traditional degree course. But I think that... People are understanding that this is an excellent way to get debt free education, as well as if the employer is is a good employer, your career will flourish far faster mm-hmm. than the traditional routes.
1: Thank you very much, James.
0: Thank you very much. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you want us to make some more then do let us know Uh, write us a review on itunes or leave a comment on the london business coaching facebook page thanks for listening and join us again next time